Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast Movement in the Shadows. We are your host, Ben. My name is Charles. And you got Mike Fowl. Okay, let's let's do this introduction correctly. Oh, do it well. Whoa, whoa. Representing. No, I'm just not going to go there. <laughs> um, man, this guy, I had a lot of history with this dude. He and I started dancing together back in college in a group called Kaba Modern. Who? That a lot Kalba of people Kalba Modern. Kalba Modern. <laughs> Lawrence Kalba Modern. Then Lawrence Kalba. KM Legacy. <laughs> and oh, yeah, obviously, I forgot about that. He's in Kinja's. But guys, this this is a very talented, multi-talented Kinja that we have. So Lawrence Cow is here. Lawrence Cow, what's up, Cal? What's up Man, this is crazy, um, dude. He's been on <laughs> Walking Dead, which is like one of my favorite shows. But hey. I never finished it. it just I just literally long. walked around and then I died. Yeah, you hence did. Walking Dead. <laughs> I said like, yes, sir. Yeah, it yeah. was weird to watch you die. I let you know that. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, he just stabbed in the face. I know. Yeah. Couldn't yeah, even sad. turn into a zombie. It sad. But I was, yeah. I was sad, but I was also really hyped. I was like, oh, dang, it's time. Like, dang, he's getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been on, like, what, NCIS, Honey 4, Honey the upcoming Four. Woo Assassins on <laughs> Netflix. Ay. Ay. Very excited about that. We want to talk about that. Honey 4. But Lawrence is in the house, man. Welcome, Lawrence. What's up? Thanks for man. having me, man. Dude, thanks this for is, coming. This is Ay. crazy. You've been gone for a long time. I have been. You've been traveling. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Yeah. We're not really that long. It's like, I feel like you guys travel just as much. <laughs> like, when you guys are gone and when I see you guys, I'm like, man, you guys have been gone for a while. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know. What, what, do you, what have you been doing, man? What's, what's been going on lately? Uh, just like, been in Vancouver. Okay. Shooting a TV show for Netflix. It's yeah. called Woo Assassins. Yeah. Sick. Super hype about it. It was just dope ass experience yeah like my first rodeo as a series regular so it was just really surreal Um, congrats man thank you yeah congrats dude and you just got back from taiwan yeah i was uh hanging out with my grandma she's 98 years old so i'm trying to go back at least once a year yeah yeah that's tight just to see her that's sick well it's good to have you home man yeah it's good to it's good to be you. back, man. I'm a little bit jet lagged, so okay. I might just fall. We'll Let's try to wake you up. Don't do that. <laughs> I can hear you so well, and that yeah. really makes me, me go to sleep. <laughs> all right, let's wake up. Good night, guys. Okay, all right. Um, what's up? All right. Yeah, up. no, this is great, man. We love having Kinjas here. I mean, yeah, this is our place to, um, you know, talk about everything that we want, anything that we want. But really, I think it's great because. Um, you know, a lot of our listeners are uh, loyal Kinjas fans. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching and mm-hmm. or listening. Dude, I'm a fan of this podcast. You guys kept me awake driving up to Vancouver and Sick. driving back down. That's crazy so. that you drove. Hell yeah. yeah. How long yeah. did that drive? 21 hours. Holy oh, crap, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I shouldn't have driven, though. Why? Because I just I didn't realize that they provided transportation <laughs> up in Vancouver. <laughs> so by the time I got to Vancouver, they were like, hey, um... Um, when do you want us to pick you up? I'm like, what do you mean, pick me up? Yeah. <laughs> I, di- I didn't need my car. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Oh, but hey, it, but it was okay. cool. I was able to like explore places like on the weekends and stuff around Vancouver. But, you know. That's yeah. tight. That's tight. Yeah. Well, hey, it's an experience, you know. Yeah. It was an experience. I, mean, I heard you got your car broken into, too. Yeah, man. Sucks, man. Yeah, on the way da- back down, I stopped in San Francisco and yeah, my car got broken into, and I brought a bunch of stuff with me. I know Dang. to Vancouver, so most of 
I mean, pretty much everything's gone, but Damn. you know, it's like they're just things. They are yeah, just things. They are just things. But then you you have good friends. That we we did a, 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 a crowdfunding. Yeah, I know. That was like out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, wait, who did this? Who made this? Yeah, but it was cool. Yeah, I have to still uh, add on to that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Just uh, I hope the expiration doesn't expire soon. <laughs> it's to. it's forever. It's you know, you guys forever. just give me money like yeah, yeah, so whenever just, you want. You ever got yeah. like money lying around? Just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Lawrence, like, man. You just give it to me. It's an open account. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hell yeah. It, yeah, good friends. Good I'll friends. donate it to a uh, worthy cause. Yeah. The Lawrence Cal Foundation. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, dude, man. Well, yeah. So this is our space to, you know, give us um especially when kindreds are in the house i think it's really cool because we just get to just talk but um you know i think for the for the sake of people not really being able to get a full like in-depth sort of look on each individual within kindreds we just really want to give that opportunity man so um let's get into a, just a, a brief history of the origins of lawrence man where'd yeah. you grow up and uh you know give us the whole deal where did you find dance man. acting the whole thing man origins of of Lawrence. You don't need to go super crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However you feel. Um, grew up in Hacienda Heights. Hey. Really close to here, actually. Oh, 626. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Went to Wilson High School. Hey. Um, I guess I started off artistically playing piano because my mom just made me play piano mm-hmm. every, every fucking day. So yeah. I sat in front of a piano. Um, I feel like that was probably the start of, like, I guess my interest in any kind of art, mm-hmm. some kind of art form. Um, in call, in, in high school, I was in marching band. I played the saxophone. Wow. I actually really wanted to be, like, a professional saxophone player. <laughs> like, straight up. I was you in jazz like band. And, um, but the oh, thing is, like, I thought, I thought I would be able to just do jazz band and not do marching band. Uh-huh. So then I, I talked to the director. I'm like, hey, can I just do jazz band without the marching band? He's like, nope. Oh, I'm man. like, oh, man, all right. Fuck it, I quit. I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing it. But I really wanted to do it. But my mom was like, no, you're not going to make a solid living playing the saxophone. Yeah, man. Yeah. But can you play the saxophone? I can. So you, wow. wow. Yeah, I can play it. You're so hot right I now. I think knew it, that. Yeah, yeah. That's tight. Wow. My dad borrowed it from me for a while, so he's uh, been uh, trying to learn how to play it. Wow. It's pretty funny. Hey, <laughs> um, we got we to gotta break out that talent somehow. Yeah, I feel like I need to tap back into it. Yeah. Yeah, I love playing. I don't know why I don't do it anymore. Okay, so so piano to sax to <laughs> and then, what was um, the next progression? I think it was just, I guess the first dance thing that I did really do was in high school actually mm-hmm. we had this we had a male dance team this is like the beginning of all male stuff right <laughs> okay so this is this is the story i remember doing one competition and you know in the beginning uh, these sets always start off with people doing like this like march out and then you do yeah. like doom, 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 right and then like the music starts right I remember this so vividly because this is like, and no one wanted to be on the male dance team back in the day. Everyone was just like, this is stupid, man. What are you doing? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, uh, okay, we're doing this. And, and we go out and we do this like the stomp thing, right? And I remember like people in the audience pointing at us and like just laughing. Just like, wow. what are they doing? Like just hysterical laughter. Whoa. Like it was really bad. 
And then after that, I was like, man, fuck this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and that was it. It was just like a short spurt of like, oh, man, I'm, I might be interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like dancing, but I just never really explored it that much until I went to college. Yeah. And um, joined Cobb and Modern. Whoa. So you went from the male dance. Next part two of dance was Cabo Modern. Pretty much. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So what made you feel like Cabo Modern was like you wanted to give it a shot again for that? Well, I just, I, I mean, I always enjoyed dancing. And when I went to college, the first dance team I tried out for was CADC. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And um, I didn't make the team. And I was like, okay, what's next? You know, because CADC <laughs> was the, like the first hip hop team tryouts. Was okay. it because you're Chinese? Probably. They're like, oh, we can't have any more Chinese people. So I didn't make that team. And. Kaba tryouts were around the corner, so I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good team too." And I just tried to—I just tried my best to get on a team. I just—I had no idea like how prestigious these yeah. teams were yeah. until I was, I guess, fully enveloped in the whole scene. Got wow! It. So it was just like, "Wow, this is this is a this is crazy." Dang. So <laughs> okay, so you're dancing now, but then so acting side of it was that were you already doing that like going into college? Oh, yeah, I was acting already in high school. I guess I started... Uh, my buddy Eric Chen, he's a photographer now. Sick. He's the one that got me into it. He was mm -hmm. just like, hey, you know, there, there are these plays that you can audition for after school. And um, he was doing it. And he was like, hey, just do it with me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it was fun. It started off just being a lot of improv. And just saying stupid shit. I thought that's what acting was. You know, you just go on stage, you start yelling. And then you just make crazy faces and people laugh. And it's like, wow, this is acting. This is great. And people like it. And people people are like, you know, you're having a good time like, yeah. doing it. Uh -huh. I think it wasn't until like, I don't know, I started. I don't know. I just, I just, I just fell in love with it in high school. I did a Shakespeare play and then I just, I don't know. Yeah. I like <laughs> doing it. I like doing it. It was... And you, were you at UCI as a drama major? Yeah, I was okay. a drama major at UC Irvine. Um, so you you already had kind of planned to pursue it professionally. Is that why you went into like that as a major? Well, at first I went. I was supposed to go to UC San Diego as a writing major. Okay. But then an English major. But then um, I feel like I repeat this story so many times, but like I went to, I got arrested. I went to jail. Yeah, I was waiting for this. That jail story. I was waiting for like, this story. It was just like people listening right now. They're like, like what? <laughs> yes. No. This this is Lawrence. Kelso I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it short. Make it short. I'm gonna make it short. Make it short. It's like it's just it's just too much. I repeat it so many times. It's just like <laughs> I got falsely accused of attempted murder in high school. <laughs> And this is like right when I was getting into acting. On the opening night of my Shakespeare play that I was about to perform, I get arrested and I'm in jail. And I think I'm only going to stay in jail for that night. But it ends up being a week. That's crazy. <laughs> so then I miss like all these performances for like this first play that, that I was really into. And while I was in jail, like all the... All the police officers were telling me I would be staying there for like at least forty years because I've what? been because I've been in jail for over seventy two hours, so they have a solid case against me. So then obviously 
while I'm in jail, I'm just thinking about all the shit I want to do when I get out. Yeah. So in that short amount of time, I feel like I, I really realized, you know, what I loved doing. And in that moment, mm. it was acting. And when they released me out of jail, it was like the seventh day. And it was the closing night of the performance. Mm-hmm. I went back to school. The director was like, hey, do you still remember your lines? I'm like, of course. So while I was on stage performing, that was when, you know, I, I knew, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. So I changed my major. I, I, I went to, uh, I, I changed schools. I went to UC Irvine mm-hmm. as, a, as a theater major. And, yeah, I was lucky, man, to just know that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I feel like I... I found that out at a at a, an earlier age. Yeah, which helped me make decisions on you know what I wanted to do in college and and so forth. That's sick. <clears throat> so what what was your relationship with dance? Um, so was that was dance more of just the the side thing to acting? Yeah, dance was definitely something I, I just loved and enjoyed doing, mm-hmm. and I felt like it would add on to my acting. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's just it's a similar kind of craft. For sure. And. Um, I remember when I first got on Cabo Modern, I was doing a grad student production at UC Irvine. And so I would miss so many practices. You remember, like mm-hmm. I, I was mm-hmm. like not there half the time. Yeah. I missed I missed the first uh, newbies performance. Yeah. yeah, I missed a bunch of performances. Because <laughs> Wait, was he your chord? No, no, no. We, oh. were, we were in the same newbie class. Yeah, oh. we, came in, we came in together. And, but I didn't realize how important these Cabo Modern practices were so i would just be like i'm not i'm not coming because i have to do this uh yeah. the show this is my this is my major right you know so i i was missing a lot of practices yeah and then at one point i i, I told myself man i like i'm not really having fun on the team yeah because you know i'm not really there all the time right yeah. and it wasn't until just spending more time with everybody and mm-hmm. and feeling the family vibes of what it is to be on a team Mm -hmm. that's when i sort of fell in love with uh the culture of the the dance community Mm -hmm. and embracing that and that definitely took me away from um doing theater in college Mm -hmm. i only did one more show my second year and after that i just stopped auditioning for for any of the plays in school because all I cared about was hanging out with my friends that were on my dance team. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it seems like dance kind of took the backseat, what it sounds like, right? But then there was a moment that you decided to be a, a chord for, for Kaba. Yeah, like to yeah, To direct yeah. the team, right? Totally, um, totally. Walk us through what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, man. There was a point in time when... when when I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be on Kaba anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sort of done. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is a moment where me and so me and Mike Song, <laughs> we were on the team and we were just a little bit unhappy with the direct with the direction of where mm-hmm. the team was going artistically. So we were we were debating on, hey, let's start let's start another team. Or like he was all he was so into like doing this. I forget what it was called, robots. Oh robots? yeah, have you guys talked about that before? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was talking and about And we that. were talking about like, yeah, we can we can do whatever we want. You know, it's a small group of guys. Um, we can yeah we can just explore artistically whichever way we want. And we can just 
quit the team. <laughs> right? But there was, I guess there was a moment where both of us were like, yo, what if we like, what if we just decided to become the chords? You know, like, mm-hmm. like, yo, if you audition for chord, I'll audition for chord. Yeah. Whoa. And so that happened. And then, and then, yeah, we just became the coordinators of, Cal Martin. <laughs> okay. Cal Martin. So no, then, no, no. A- as a director now, did that um, change your either love for dance or what dance like was in your life at that time? Or was it still kind of in the same place, but now you're just directing a team? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, I was definitely really into choreographing. Okay. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I loved choreographing. I, I definitely had a passion for the team. You know, yeah, I wanted the sure. team to succeed. Um, it, it was fun uh creatively with mike mm-hmm. and cindy cindy mm-hmm. was the other yeah. um, co-coordinator um but you know this is like when i was about to graduate too so in the back of my head i was always thinking okay so what are the next steps towards becoming an actor like what do i have to do mm-hmm. wow you know and and then and then ABDC happens. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because, like, during ABDC, like, like my head was just not there while we were on the show. I, I, I feel like I should have fully or more fully embraced the moment mm-hmm. or what that experience was. But I never really did that. I was just thinking in the back of my mind, okay, fuck, I got to... No, I gotta go. I gotta go to LA. I gotta start auditioning. Like wow. I haven't even been doing anything in college, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, what am I gonna do? And because of that, I feel like that took a, a little bit away from um, my experience mm-hmm. being on ABDC. And if I could go back in time, I would just tell myself like, "Yo, just chill the fuck out, yeah. be mm-hmm. present, mm-hmm. and just enjoy the moment." You know, mm. like things will things will pan out like how they pan out. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that both of you guys are talking to each like both of you guys are here mm-hmm. and you guys competed against each other on ABD. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, hmm. it's, yeah, it's really crazy. It's like yeah, I unlock something in a game, so it's <laughs> hidden characters are revealed. Yeah. And you know what's crazy too? Like, because during ABDC they would like interview you, yeah. right? And then you'd have to be in front of camera, and then you have to talk about like all this shit. <laughs> and, and, and when I, when you know, when they would make you talk, I'd be like, "Fuck, I can't talk. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I, how am I gonna act? <laughs> like, is this acting? There's a, there's a camera in front of me. I have to this talk has about nothing this to thing. do what I really want to do. Has nothing to do with it. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but yeah. you know, I, I, sh- I should have embraced that's so it. Crazy. Mm, wow, embraced it. that's crazy. Well, I mean, dude, yeah, that's that's really cool that you can, I guess, recognize that now i mean so you would go back and tell yourself to embrace it and live in that moment but i mean you know i think what you are a part of which i'm sure you recognize is that abdc was like a game changer like a a cultural game changer right (laughs) you know that was the thing that the the asian stereotype of like oh you're asian you must be able to dance right like that (laughs) season i feel like was kind of single-handedly responsible for that and kaba modern was a freaking huge part of that man and you were a part of that which is why like looking looking back now i'm like i want to punch myself in the face i want to be like yo like wake the fuck up man do you know what's happening right now all i could think about in that moment was like oh man like uh, I got want to do like I got I got to act. I need to act. It's like man. Well, I mean, but, like you know, I I get it. Wow. I totally yeah. get what you're saying. 
Um, because, well, one, it wasn't like you, you didn't do anything about it at the time. You did. I mean, you guys were out there traveling, performing. You guys had so many, like, cool placements after that. Which, know. which I should have, which <laughs> yeah. I should have, like, enjoyed more. Oh, okay. Every time uh, yeah. I travel, yeah. even, uh-huh. like, just even traveling, that's fucking awesome. That's super <laughs> tight. Yeah. And I should have embraced that. Uh-huh. But every yeah. time I was gone... In my head, I was like, "Man, this is taking away from the time that I should be spending for whatever I need to do." Wow. Yeah, which is dumb. So if I could go back in time, I'd punch mm. myself in the face. <laughs> dude, I'm I'm really dude. I'm seeing I'm seeing like both sides of the spectrum here because yeah. I get what you're saying and, yeah. and like you're like doing these awesome things. Like, man, I should have just embraced it and enjoyed it rather than thinking that I need to be doing something else. But then. That other voice, the thing that was telling you that, like, I need to not be doing this. I need to be over there. Like, that just kind of showed where your heart was really at. Because I'm looking at what you're doing now, and you're doing that thing where your heart was at. The thing that you were like, I shouldn't be here traveling the world dancing. I should be over there, like, doing these auditions, working on my craft, the thing that I really want and care about. And then here you are fast forward fully in that. So... Though I, I get what you're saying, like you wish you could have gone back in time and, and tell yourself to enjoy it because that was kind of lightning in a bottle type of thing. Like yeah. it ha- only happens there and you're not going to be able to recreate it. But then, um, you know, I think without you maybe, I don't know, recognizing it, like you still ended up where you're supposed to end up, which is here, which is what you were planning to the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think like there's this weird sort of like, you know, um, the duality of like following your head and your heart, you know, like your head can be like the smart thing to do is this, but what I really want to do is this. And then, but, and it's also weird because (laughs) both are kind of right. You know what I'm saying? Like both can be right. So for you to kind of go through that ABDC wave, um, how did you, I guess, come off of it and then fully sort of transition into the thing that you felt like you wanted to do do all along which was act man it was just it was like i feel like i definitely had a false sense of confidence Mm. like if like just just to to say like okay you're gonna you're gonna go and do it now like if i if i started acting right now Mm -hmm. with my like my like mindset right now i'd be like man this would be so impossible (laughs) but i feel like just having this like weird sense of courage to know that I can just do it. Mm. I feel like when we're younger, we just sort of have this like, um, I don't know how to say it, like this kind of naivete about being able to do stuff, right? (laughs) But you know what? It's so so important in helping us get to where we need to be Mm -hmm. though. And I feel like I definitely utilized that and was like, okay, this is what I got to do. I just... I mean, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have anybody. I just started taking classes. I would submit submit myself online for like student videos. Um, drive to USC, do a bunch of student videos, submit myself online for like some cr- crazy, stupid projects. I remember one time there was like this project where, where like it was like some Mandarin thing, and I couldn't read it, and I had my mom read it, and she's like, "Yo, this is a porn." <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean? What does it say? She's like, you're gonna be this guy, like that leads this girl with long, long hair into like this room. You, I mean, you're not gonna have sex, but you're just part of like the story. 
And so I'm like, wait, what? What is this? Like, there's a lot of crazy shit online that's like non-union wow. that you can submit yourself. Yeah. And for me, I was submitting to everything because yeah. like I had to take every single for opportunity. Sure. That's I what you could. had to do. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah, I went to a bunch of really shitty auditions. I did a bunch of stupid, stupid theater, uh-huh. like really <laughs> bad theater, and just kept going. I feel like the only way like you can get to a specific point in any kind of career is just by saying yes and just continuing to to knock on doors mm-hmm. whichever way you can and so yeah well just, you mentioned the whole like um when you're a kid you have this false sense of courage yeah. i mean i think that's what i mean i think anybody who's really good at something you know and they've done it for years the story always like i started when i was a kid or when i was young and like i think there's something to be said about that quality of like for instance like when i was i I used to skate when i was a kid and i like i would see like a five six staircase i'm like easy i'm gonna just go for it yeah right now hell no i wouldn't even (laughs) i wouldn't even try it you know what i mean but for whatever reason as a kid you're down for it yeah and then and then you're able to start doing it you're able to start landing those tricks and you probably fall a bunch of times you just get back up you keep going because it's fun and um so i think you know like when you say that you approached um like let's say acting with that sort of confidence do you did you always have that in you because you didn't you didn't act as a kid you picked that up kind of later right like kind of yeah. high school and college more so um did you kind of always have that or do you feel in any way that confidence uh came from your experience in dance and like performance and all that stuff i definitely think that had something to play mm. into it just um being being on kaba mm-hmm. and and yeah learning about my body mm-hmm. <laughs> kinesthetically you know wow. obviously when we're, when we're dancers okay. you know we're just we become we're more confident in the mm-hmm. things that we do so i feel like i definitely feel like that um i definitely feel like that came into play for yeah. sure yeah that's tight that's tight so yeah. now now so abdc that was 2008 and wow. I'm sure, like, I think for probably a couple of years, you guys are probably traveling and doing shows and stuff like that. So what was the time frame or what year was, like, that kind of sort of fizzled out to you, like, fully just being like, okay, now I'm ready to just run at acting and, and just make that happen? I think it happen. took, like, <clears throat> a couple of years. I think we were traveling for, like, two years mm-hmm. to, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. I think I booked my first... Um, network co-star thing like a one-liner mm-hmm. like around 2000 end of 2010 i think what was that project it's called franklin and bash wow. oh yeah. yeah yeah okay was that your so that was your first like speaking one-liner yeah first speaking one-liner mm-hmm. on do you TV. remember what the the line was no i do not <laughs> was Man, it, hey mr remember. officer put that down right it was <sighs> the bathroom is this way <laughs> it was, yeah it was like just one sentence that's sick i don't remember what it was but <laughs> i remember the moment when you know i got the call that you know you booked this thing yeah yeah I was so happy you know like uh-huh. every step makes you feel like oh man this is possible uh-huh. you know? yeah so this was in 2010 2010 or 2011 do you wow. remember what season that show was on i don't remember i'll find it Find it. <laughs> These are all just for the show notes. <laughs> Mike Fowl's gonna look it up and watch it. For sure. yes, um, I will. <laughs> um, okay, so 
I, I mean, I think this is just like every industry. You um, you work your way up. Um, you know, like you start at the bottom from doing extra work to getting that one liner. What was um, at, at, like I guess what was the first big sort of for yourself? Like, hey, I'm making a big move in my career now as an actor. Um. First of all, I never want to do extra stuff. So I you feel never like even went I never, extra never went oh, extra because okay. I'm like, man, Sick. if I d- ever did that, uh-huh. I would fucking want to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> I did that <laughs> once. I just can't. I can't I did, do it. I did that a lot. I, I yeah, I felt that exactly. <laughs> right? right? Did you feel like that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I was there watching, just just walking around and. Just waiting and watching people do what I want to do, I'd be like, "No, get me out of here." Yeah. But I definitely would think. I mean, obviously, Walking Dead. That was the first like. That was the first one. That was the first one. Dang. It was the first recurring thing. Yeah. I thought it would be a much bigger part because my my audition sides were like crazier. Mm. It's a lot more dialogue. I'm like, man, this character is cool. But I realized in that moment that people give you bogus sides whoa so they just want to see like what you can do and they also don't want to reveal the story they don't want to reveal the story at all you know especially that kind of a show yeah wow so i went i went to atlanta super stoked and then i read the scripts i'm like okay um (laughs) yes i say one thing cool 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 that's that's fine wait for the next script Okay, I I got a little paragraph in. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Next script. Okay, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. Yeah, and then and then that second the that second episode I was in, I had um, much more dialogue, but they cut it out of the scene. Dang. So at first I was like, oh man, this is gonna be good for my reel, but no, it just never happened. Dang. That's wild. Well, and then so uh, that's that's kind of what I wanted to touch on too. So like in terms of. Um, you know, Asian, Asian American, you know, representation in particular, I guess, male representation, because I feel like for whatever reason, um, you know, females tend to have uh, I mean, you know, we can go into whole typecasting and all that. But like for Asian American males uh, in Hollywood, it's it's kind of hard in, in, you know, in the past to see. Um, Asian American males feel feel like a romantic lead. Yeah, or, no, it's, it's definitely you know hard. to ever be presented in a way where they're like glorified if it's not like this martial arts like action totally. movie, right? Totally. So um, for yourself, people look at us like we don't have balls. Yeah. <laughs> right? Whoa! Just, yeah, yes, I no have balls. I have I have balls. Me too. Different types balls. of balls. I have all kinds of balls. Golf balls, basketballs, tennis uh, balls, dodge balls, footballs, uh, ping pong balls. Uh, I'm starting to think of like names now. Bali, Bollywood. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. It's <laughs> uh, no, 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 good. Like, okay, can please, please continue <laughs> back to what he was saying. Back to the page. Okay. No. Um, so yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it, Asian what happens American. Happens me and in a room. I know? love it, yeah. man. That's what, yeah. yeah. That's what this is for. The dynamic is amazing. That's what this is for. The nonsense starts coming out. <laughs> okay, back on the topic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like it's. So, it, it is. It is hard being an Asian American male, mm-hmm. but yeah. I feel like I strive on shit like that. Yeah. I like going into the business being the only Asian person in a room. Like if I walked into an audition and I saw all white people, I'm be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Does <laughs> that happen often? It well, does you, happen. It happens okay. all the time. Yeah. And I, I go yeah. in for characters. Where my last name is just not Asian. Right. But I'd be like, man, this is 
going to make me stand out because the first thing a casting director will see is like, oh, man, this guys he's he's Asian. He's not going to be good. Wow. They lower their expectations super hard. Wow. So we sort of have an advantage going into the rooms because like, they're not going to think that, oh, this guy's going to suck. <laughs> and then you know it's just like oh damn okay like let's let's uh let's pay attention to this yeah. guy yeah wow. there's more yeah more than meets the eye yeah transformers yeah. asian asian transformer that's how we got there ladies and gents but yeah i'm just gonna let that kind of sit there for a <laughs> i think like in life you know like we're just sometimes we're just dealt like shitty cards you know yes. and it's just what we do with these cards that make us like you know mm-hmm. and and one of the cards that we have gentlemen is that we are asian <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to we have to take that you know we have to use that for our advantage yeah i get what you're saying like yeah you may walk into a room the expectation is lower because of whatever stereotype they've already kind of placed on you before you even open your mouth um so you say you use that for your advantage, right? Yeah, and, definitely. And like, but like, did you, okay, were you, as, as going into acting, right? Did you know that like, man, this is kind of an uphill battle already? Or you were just like, no, like it's for everybody. And then you kind of start seeing through the, you know, the veil of Hollywood of like what actually happens in the way that people are actually viewed and all that. Like to what level did you kind of go into it kind of innocent thinking like I could do this and then like, wow, this is actually hard and there's actually a lot of opposition against me. I think the only way to go at it is to believe that it is that that the opposition isn't as crazy as mm. everyone else believes or that everyone the, the noise that people provide mm. you know i feel like the only way is to look at it like you know what everyone has their negative and positive qualities when they go into a room like mm-hmm. whether you're you know whatever color you are mm-hmm. and i feel like I, I don't know i feel like that mindset will make you just want to do good work instead of going into a room thinking here we go i'm a asian american man they're gonna look at me differently Mm -hmm. i mean my first guest star his his name was john stickler for ncis la Mm -hmm. i was the only asian guy in the room and i booked that job as john stickler as john stickler they kept the name yeah so it was it's like it's not impossible, mm-hmm. but I feel like people would look at the breakdown, see the name, and immediately think, I'm not going to book this part. This is for a white guy. His mm-hmm. last name is Stickler. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know? Yeah. It's limiting beliefs. I feel like people set these limiting beliefs in their minds, like, I can't do this, and they believe it. You know, whatever we believe, we're going to act out in that mm-hmm. kind of way. Mm-hmm. So... We just can't think like that yeah, in wow. anything that we do. Wow. Otherwise, we're just punching ourselves in the face. Yeah, I love that. Which Did I you... should have done <laughs> back in the day. Hey, don't be a stickler, okay? Okay. <laughs> So th- did you always have that um, sort of like uh, resolve for yourself that like I'm not going to like let anyone else dictate um, what I believe I should get for myself? Totally. You've mm. always had that. Yeah, totally. Wow. Where'd you, oh. Where do you feel like you got that from? I don't know. My parents? Your parents mm. like that? My mom? Yeah. Mm. 
That's tight. Did your know. parents support the whole acting thing? They didn't at first. I mean, they were, they were just, they didn't just support the dancing thing either, yeah. man. They yeah. thought Anything artistic just, is kind of like, what are you doing, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Bones off, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, when I when I changed my major to to drama, mm-hmm. uh, like on the way to UCI to check out the campus, my mom was crying in the back. Wow. And it's just like, man, she's just like, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not good. They yeah. always thought it was a phase. Yeah. You know, what I wanted to do. Yeah, parents tend to think that everything's a phase. And then I started, you know, then the show happened, and they're like, whoa, what is this? This is cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is cool. But then then in their heads, it's like, oh, this is a phase two. You Mm -hmm. know, this is not going to last forever. Mm. She would always want me to go back to school and do this and that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until, like, this one conversation that I had with my mom, and then it, it, it was about, like, me really understanding that this is this is like you know this is sort of like what i was meant to do you know mm-hmm. to, to 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 be an actor and t- talking to her about my jail experience and, and what <laughs> that was like yeah and, and that's when she was like okay all right this is that's fine you can mm. you can go do that that must have felt really good yeah it was nice that's sick that's tight she was like <laughs> she she like um she she it wasn't really recent but she was like hey um uh, do you, do you ever want to go back to school? If you do, you know, like I can, you, I can help you out in any kind of way. And then I was like, no, mom, I told you, like I'm not doing that anymore. She's like, I know, it's just, a, it was just a test. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see whether or not, you know, if you still wanted to do it. Yeah, wow. that, that's a great test, mom. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. really see if this is what you really, really want to do, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so you're like doing a lot of uh, TV and stuff like that. And then um, for a while, like I, I saw you doing a lot of theater, right? Yeah. Um, you got into was it East West Players? Yeah, my first theater thing was at East West Players. Mm-hmm. It was called Crunk Fu Battle Battle. Whoa! It was a musical. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Say crunk, crunk, Crunk Fu Battle Battle. Wow, it's a fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to sing. Really oh! Wow. I was a lead. Wow. I had to take like sing- vocal lessons. Dang. What? But, you sing, bro? Yeah, no, not really. So, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I don't know how I sounded, but I did do it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what matters. That was the first theater thing. Do you enjoy theater differently from like film acting or TV and all that? Yeah, definitely. I feel like they're entirely different things. I feel like when you do theater, you, you get instant gratification. Uh, you know, in that moment, right. people uh, see it. Sure. And in theater, it is just the hard part about theater is it's just one take. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. One take from the start to beginning. Yep. Like, yo, you can't can't call line. Right. Right. Like when <laughs> yeah. you're on set, like sometimes all people do is just call line the whole day, but people don't know, you know, because they edit it and yeah. it, it looks it looks awesome. Right. <laughs> but dang, that's so true. But in theater, it's <laughs> like revealing the secrets of Hollywood. Yeah. Can't mess up. Yeah. Uh, what was some of like uh, your experiences within theater that uh, did you feel like um, by doing theater that you develop skills? I mean, other than singing, but like even as an actor, developing certain uh, you know acting chops that like you felt like you would have only been able to get from doing theater. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. It definitely levels up your game because you know the whole experience is so visceral. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn something with the audience at the same time when you're doing the play. 
it's like both of you guys are experiencing this story mm-hmm. and whatever you feel whatever that energy is you bring that into you and then you you gain some kind of insight um you know you just you become more comfortable mm-hmm. um in your body especially and vocally because you know you're gonna have to project so that people can hear you mm-hmm. like in in film you can just talk like this and you don't really have to right. do much you can right. just be like this can you even hear me right now yeah it sounds actually really good yeah. see Charlie's you know like, why are, you, are, you, trying, are yeah. you trying to put me back to but and the podcast about, is over. Talking about theater, though, I remember watching you in Viet Gone recently. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Yeah. Where, where you and you you always play Vietnamese characters. That's that's uh, so crazy. I am because you're Vietnamese. Vietnamese. <laughs> Jinx. Um, but yeah. Can I speak? Are you gonna pinch me? I'm gonna. I'm you gonna jinx pinch me. the shit out of you right now. No, I'm not. I'm just. Come on. I heard okay. you rap. Didn't you rap? No, I didn't rap. Oh yeah, that was the other guy. Yeah. I guess you're all Looks right. Looks like in there. you didn't even watch the show. <laughs> it's like, Charles. were you even there? Charles? Were you there? <laughs> but you were you were really amazing in that, and that like opened my eyes to just really what you do. Because I hear you talk about it all the time. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, Lawrence, acting is great. Acting is wonderful. You're just saying words. You want me to read some lines? But then yeah. when you when you really like go into it, and I'm like there with you, and you're Vietnamese. <laughs> especially, uh, when you're especially when you're Vietnamese, I, I was like, "Wow, like that—that that is a—that is truly what you're meant to do." So, commending, cool. Dude, commending you. Speaking of coming Vietnam, out and watching it, the Vietnam yeah. was tight. I really enjoyed that. Um, but you even had a dance scene in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you had a solo. <laughs> I was so stoked off of that. <laughs> I had no idea that I was going to oh, see man. dancer Lawrence come out in that, dude. And then, okay, so speaking of that, you, you did Honey 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. That's a dance movie, that dude. That was crazy. Oh, you that, are legit in a dance movie. You that's, are in a dance movie. So not, not every dancer gets to say that they were in a dance movie. I know. I love that actor. movie. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched it in the it's morning. A, it was a, a fun movie. little movie. <laughs> it was cool. It was, a, it was a fun experience. I got to, like, get back into dance mode we yeah. had rehearsals all the time yeah. and i was like man i i don't know if i enjoy this right now <laughs> but i'm doing it let's go yeah can you tell us uh what your what your name in that movie was um his name was jamaica ah jamaica jamaica jamaica, jamaica. i don't know why my name was that but that was my name. That's good stuff. That's Did you have that same intonation when you look at like different names, like John Stickler? You're like, I'm going to go for that role. Did you see this and say, Jamaica, I'm going to go for that role? You know what? I was sort of apprehensive <laughs> in wanting to do this in the first place. But I was like not there were like no jobs anywhere i'm like i got to do i got to do something. It's a dance movie and yeah. at that time I was like getting into just freestyling again yeah. wanting yep. to dance yep. so yeah. this was like sort of the perfect opportunity mm, it was like here here you go i love that it movie like, man it was fun it was good i loved you man thanks so Don't watch it guys as as a <laughs> you so you're you're now acting pretty much uh just acting but then you also started getting into like writing right yeah yeah and are you are you currently still like working on a, a writing project yeah i'm working on a project with my buddy brad kageno we definitely took a back seat because I was working in Canada, mm-hmm. but we're we're on our third rough draft of the script. So the script has been completed, but we just need to refine specific plot points and um, listen to producer notes mm-hmm. and fix it up 
until we have something more solid. I'm excited for that. Yeah. That's, is this uh, is this a feature? Yes, it's a feature. Sick. Wow. Sick. And a is this bit. your first um like attempt at like writing a feature? Yes. Tight. First how how did you transition into that or like what w- what made you want to go into the writing realm? Um well, I started by doing small stupid YouTube projects by myself when there was just no work. Mm-hmm. Um just writing dumb sketches and I feel like once you produce one thing you realize oh man it doesn't really take much to i mean it takes a lot but you you feel like you are capable of doing it Mm -hmm. you know sure and and obviously watching people watching people do shit you know it motivates you too Uh, like like justin chan for example Mm -hmm. you see him just pop up and just do a movie Mm -hmm. i remember when he talked about gook to me it was like maybe like within three months, he made the movie. It was just yeah. like I want to make a movie about this, and he just does it. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's crazy it's yeah. when you see people capable of doing some something, you know. And and if your heart pulls you in that direction, yeah. I feel like this is one thing I want to do. I want to make. I just want to make one movie. Yeah, you should make a Kinjas movie. Yeah, let's do it. Ooh, Ooh, let's do it. Speaking of Justin Chan, he actually had really high words about you, like really great words about you when he was on. I paid him to say those words. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, it makes sense. Um, Well, you mentioned the thing about like getting motivated by watching other people like do stuff, right? Yeah. Um, Now, like, just you know, in you know, feel free to just keep it real, man. Like, um, do you feel that that sort of uh, looking at others and what they're doing, do you find that to be more of a positive motivator for yourself, or can you see yourself almost getting into a like a comparative place where mm. you feel like, well, if if that's what's like the standard, then I need to be there because I need to at least I need to keep oh, up. That you know definitely I mean? sways back and forth. It goes mm. to the comparative thing, and then my mind has to check myself and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like <laughs> it's not about that. And then you realize. You know what you're doing is more it's 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 based on what you love to do yeah you know what you want to do and you know obviously that stuff always gets in the way i feel like as a younger artist looking at other people do shit you're like man i need to i fucking need to do that like, mm-hmm. what the fuck and you start thinking about that so much that your mind just gets into that comparative yeah. mindset which is so bad for you but as you get older and you start to understand those feelings i feel like they begin to dissipate because mm. you start focusing more on um, just doing what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. Just to be present in your art and to go forth in that kind of a way instead of a way that's um, that comes from any kind of jealousy or any kind of negative feelings because mm-hmm. that's going to affect your work. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be doing stuff that's, that's purely from you. You're going to be doing stuff that's like how am I going to do this to match up to these people? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it makes it easier, obviously, once you start doing shit. Mm. When you don't do anything and you're just chilling there, then it's just like, oh, gosh, what am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah. Yeah. Makes it hard. Do you have, do you have like any sort of uh, regular rhythm for yourself, whether it's a daily routine or something that like, you know, weekly you need to accomplish X, Y, and Z or anything like that? Are you kind of a routine-oriented person? Um, I have, I have a, a booklet that I that I have that I 
I write down every week. I write down two things that I'm thankful for, mm. so that during that week, if I get into a headspace where I'm like thinking negatively about anything, I resort back to those two things. Wow! And then that sort of changes my mindset in that moment. And then I write down goals for the for the week, and they're just simple things. It's like I don't know, put things away. Mm-hmm. You know, like just simple things. Like I feel like if you can, if you can accomplish these like tiny things, then you can do bigger things. If you mm-hmm. can't like, if you mm-hmm. can't even do like the simple shit, then you know how the how the fuck are you gonna do anything that's beyond that? You know what I mean? Mm. So just writing down goals. Obviously, bigger goals too. Like I'm gonna finish writing the script. I'm yeah. gonna finish like um, getting, um, preparing for this audition. Yeah. Or preparing for the work that I'm about to do next week. And then, and then at the bottom, there's just thoughts and these, and thoughts are just things that, I don't know, things that I'm mentally working on Mm -hmm. myself that have to deal with, you know, my thought process about how I view life, how, you know, just whatever that I jot down. Yeah. And it's cool to sort of go back and look at each week and see what you wrote in that moment in time and just sort of see like, oh man, oh, this is cool. You know, you get a, mm. an understanding of how your mind thinks and like, and then you see that, oh, you, you were able to do the, like these small things and accomplish them, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like it makes a difference in the whole grand scheme of things. Do you journal? Is that kind of like a part that's of like sort a of like thing? that's part of the journaling? Yeah. But the motherfucker who broke into my car stole my book. No way. <laughs> so I don't have that book anymore. Yeah, man. Like those are the things that I'm mad about. It's not sure. necessarily the things. Yeah those memories that you. Book. yeah so i just well, bought another book that 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 story can now go into this book like i had a book but someone broke yeah. it in my car and stole it i'm writing that down <laughs> yeah right yeah That's for sure good. um dude man so uh yeah i love i love everything that you're saying in terms of um having the sense to uh um self-check i, I think that's something that is so important in life is to do your self-checks and the thing about self-checks is that no one does it for you. <laughs> it's why oh, it's yeah. called self-check. You have to decide for yourself yeah. mm-hmm. that I, I need this, uh, whether it's journaling or whether it's whatever, like you're, it's meditating, praying, whatever it is that you feel yeah. like you um, can get into your own space. And um, yeah, you'll learn a lot about, like I think that's why, you know, even when I journal, I should journal definitely more, but like I do it as well. You, you, when you get, when you just start moving your hand and start writing and you're writing from a place that's just free flowing and then you just see what's coming out and you'll just start understanding what's actually going on inside you because you're able to now read it. It's like, Oh, that's how I feel right now. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I want. You know? Um, cause even for myself, like on top of journaling, I'll have, um, you know, I have, I have a running to do list that never, is fully done <laughs> you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. on my my iphone notepad where i have little check mark bubbles now you can check yeah. things off which yeah. i love doing and i love just seeing a bunch of check marks but like you said if if it's something simple as like get a car wash yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and if you check that guy off it's a small thing but it's like you're you're making moves to be productive whether it be to a small degree or finish writing my script you know that's something yeah. huge too and i think that's something that's good to kind of get in that regular rhythm of setting little goals um and then moving into the big goals yeah i think so um 
uh, so right now, so you just got off of working uh, Wu Assassins on Netflix. Yeah. Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah, I can talk a little yeah, bit about it. Yeah. Just definitely no like plot points. Yeah, but... yeah. Well, yeah. What can was you that give like, us some man? like plot points? <laughs> there is an assassin. <laughs> oh. His name is Wu. His name is Wu. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not it. But. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? About what it? What was that like, man? That's, that, man I'm over here stoked as freak to just see it happen. Like I want, I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna binge it. I, yeah. It, I was just. I mean, like, what was that? You auditioned for it. You got, I okay. I auditioned for it. At first, I wasn't submitted for it, and then my friend Amy, she was like, "Hey, can you help me do this this tape mm. for this thing?" And she's like, "Yo, you should go in for this character." um tommy i'm like okay i read the breakdown i'm like dude i love this guy this would be like perfect so i sent something to my agent and manager i'm like yo i should go in for this in, into this this room and they were all like well we sent you out but there was there were no there were no responses so Whoa. i'm like you know what i'm gonna make a tape anyway i'll just make a tape so i so while i was shooting my friend's tape she helped me shoot my tape and I sent it in to my agents, and then my agent saw the tape, and she was like, "You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna push." Because she saw the tape, she liked the tape a lot. Yeah, yeah. So she was telling me that she wanted to push for me harder to get into the room because it's better to be in the room with it when they mm-hmm. can actually see you. Mm-hmm. So, so she decided not to send the tape. She was just like, "Yo, you have to see him. He's gonna, he's gonna be good. I promise. I promise." Mm-hmm. So I go in. Do really good. Um, this is like this is like the, about the time when we were doing the set for um, Arena. Arena. Yeah. Around that time. Yeah. Around okay. That time. Yep. Um, and then I go back in again. Uh, the showrunners in the room. Another writers in the room. And yeah, I feel like I do good, but I'm just not sure. Yeah. Just, just waiting like another week, trying not to like psych myself out about it and then yeah. just went in one more last time and and then after that yeah just got a call that i got it wow. so stoked just like that so you just got the call that you you got to know got like it. call back nothing no throw there was three. Oh, okay there's uh, three yeah. okay got you wow yeah and then so That's you crazy. filmed that out in in vancouver you said in vancouver how long was that project filmed about i was out there for like four months okay is that is this uh, a series it's a series, yeah. Okay, so you just shot what is a season one of it, or? season one of it. Okay, and I, mm-hmm. if it does good, then we'll go to season two. Wow, so hopefully. Seems Wait, like you got really we'll close see. with the cast too. From oh yeah, yeah. The cast is so money. They're yeah. awesome. Tight. It it made the experience so much more enjoyable because, you know, usually when I'm on set for something, I I'm like stepping on eggshells. I feel like mm-hmm. uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I don't know. You know, it's just it's just not family. Yeah. But when you have your own show and the cast is tight mm-hmm. and everyone's just trying to work together to create something super solid with right. no egos, you know, it's just yeah. let's make a good story. Wow. Then it just it makes the experience so much more fun and more relaxed so that I can actually do a better job as right. an actor. Right. Because, you know, when nerves come into play, it's just. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You just got to use the nerves. But mm. when they're just not there, it's sort of like, oh, this is fun. I can explore. Mm-hmm. I can like do more things and feel more freedom. That's dope. So. Kind of like Kinjas. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I feel like we get down like that. When is this? Uh, when can we expect it? Or is there like a um, release date yet? 
And in August. In August. Oh, okay. Still a while. It's yeah. a long time. It's dope. Apparently, man. they have to dub it in like 100 languages because, you know, different Different countries. people want to watch it. Yeah. For Netflix. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Hmm. Um, cool, man. Well, if it's cool with you, we want to lightning round you up. Lightning rounded up. Lightning round. Oh, man. I'm scared. Lightning bolts at you. You should be scared. I'm super Charlie scared. was going to, well, he's been looking up finding a sound effect. Um, Try my best, guys. You know, there's you so many this. apps out there. <laughs> that, oh, hurt. That, just, that, hurt. that just hurt Charlie's ears, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded pretty cool. That was, yeah. already, that was like a thunder. <laughs> okay, maybe you can stop. stop. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, on Walking Dead, I misfired a gun because they didn't tell me the gun was hot, and I had to oh, practice shoot. with it, right? And I didn't have earplugs. Oh, no. And all the producers and everybody had headphones on, so I was, like, shooting it just to practice before they call action. Right. Shot the first bullet nothing came out nothing came out the third one boom my ears went out all the producers ears went out they're like take the gun away from the asian guy <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but man it wasn't my fault they didn't they didn't tell me that the gun was was hot yeah yeah i thought there was just you didn't miss shoot the gun because you're asian you just miss shot the gun because you're trying to practice exactly you're right yes Charlie. i think <laughs> i think that's what i wanted to say well, wow. all right. I'm going to start this off because uh, I usually ask this question to everybody, but then I feel like it's going to be a little more valuable for your answer to me. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to twist it up a little bit. So favorite character in a movie. Wow. Can it be a TV show? Yes. Uh, uh, um, for, uh, uh, Breaking Bad Guy. Um, Brian Cranston. No, oh, no. Uh, Walter White. No. Oh, Jesse. Jesse. Jesse, Jesse. Pinkman. Oh, wow. Jesse Pinkman. Favorite. Favorite. I would die to play that role. Uh, favorite Kinja's performance. I know what my favorite Kinja's performance is of you. It's when you're in. You're the boat. You're the head of the boat, and you're freaking. You're freaking like a seal. Oh my gosh. Wait, favorite Kinja's performance. There's so many favorite Kinja's performances that I like. Yeah, you gotta just name one. Okay. Um... I like the one where you, it's in China. Uh huh. Um, which one was this? Is was it, it the, the recent Cobra one? one? Was it that oh, one? Oh, GI Joe. GI Joe one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, think yeah. I really like GI Joe one. That one was uh. fun. Uh, I really like the recent one too. It was a recent one where you guys had strings? Yeah, Monster. Dude. Yeah, Monster was yeah. super. I feel dope. like all my favorite ones stem from the things you guys do in China. China. Like <laughs> the, 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 yeah. arena performance. Yeah, arena always yeah. gets the Yo, good stuff. Those yeah. like trip me out. Yeah, they get the good stuff for sure. Straight up. Um, favorite director. Oh man, this is favorite director. This is not really a lightning round. I'm not really good at direct directors and names and stuff. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll change it up. Favorite movie. Ooh. Ooh. Princess Bride. I love that movie. Okay, nice. that's the best movie. Wow. What would be a dream role for you to play? A certain type of role. Man, I, I really liked this role that I did right wow. now. It was one of like I was like super hype on it. Wow. Drug like drug addict, like really fucked up, still vulnerable. Wow. Trying to like find his way. Like I just I love characters like that. So it was just I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other shit I want to do, but this was like <laughs> this was one of those gold golden moments where I was like, Man, this is a character I want to play. You wow. enjoy like the dramatic roles over comedy, the comedic roles? Yes. Um, because I do feel like with dramatic characters, you can still find humor in it. I feel uh, like, I feel like comedy is more funny when it's more real. Yeah. True. And wow. so when like, when, Beautiful. when, when you get to do dramatic things, there are definitely moments where it's funny. Cause it's just, it's just a real life moment and it's just so obscure. Yeah. 
Mm. And wow. so bizarre. That. You're such an artist. As are you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite, um, favorite book. Um, it's called uh, "The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow" by Juno Diaz, who's my favorite author. Wow. Fictional author. Sick. Wow. Never heard of that. Check it out. I'm gonna find that. Find that. Find that. Um, is there a director that you would love to work with? You can say also the guy who made Step Brothers, Justin Sean. Oh, I would love to fucking have him put me in in one of his movies. Whoa, dude, you hear that, Justin? Justin? Yo, listen up, Justin. (laughs) Is that the Kinjas movie? (laughs) Um, worst fear. Ooh, having like a a kid and the kid like hating me. Wow. Oh wow! That is like like experience. having a having yeah. a son or a daughter and they f- you're doing your best and they fucking hate you. <laughs> Yo, that that's scary. Suck. That, that is sucks. scary. Yeah, that is that's super scary. scary. Wow. <laughs> Dang, that's super, super real right now. Super, super I'm all thinking real. like heights or something. Like that. <laughs> well, I'm definitely afraid of heights though. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely afraid of heights. Oh man, uh, uh, favorite self help book. Uh, a New Earth. Ooh, by who? Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Am I pronouncing his name right? Uh, Ek- it's Eckhart Tolle. Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. I don't really know if that's right. Yeah. No, that's right. Oh exactly. wow! Oh I wow! So. Dude, I love that book. A New Earth is fire. Yeah. So good. I I'm, I love all the self help books that you post. I'm yeah. always like, Lawrence, what is this called? <laughs> oh, um, it's called that. Okay, good. I'm gonna. Twelve Rules that. of Life is really good too. Jordan Peterson. Wow. It's catered to men specifically. Okay. But wow. It's really good. Nice. No rules of life. Um, will you be making another dance concept video? <laughs> oh, man. I'd love to. Yes. You should. But we need another one, some. man. You should. You need to find some time. <laughs> those are make gold. Make stupid. Yeah. Those yeah. are freaking yeah. gold. You man. and Tony need to get back into those comedy videos. Too, <laughs> those are amazing. Those are, those are so artistic. Uh, <laughs> to a specific few. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're the niche. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's a niche. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you have any regrets? Wow. I guess just. I guess being more present in the moments in the past, like, mm. like, like, going back to the like ABC. going back to ABDC and be like, yo, enjoy this shit, you know, yeah. it really yeah. is like, I feel like most regrets aren't, it's not like I'm mad about my past. I'm, I never really am. I feel like they are stepping stones towards where I am today. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like, um, it would, life would just be much more enjoyable. Like we said earlier, mm-hmm. if we just were more present in that yeah. moment and just embrace whatever that is. Wow. Word. Um, how would you define success? Um, I don't know. Being fully aware of what's happening right now, like being present in this moment. Mm. I feel like I feel like when we ask ourselves, like you know, what's like the most important thing in your life right now. It should be this, mm. right? Because this is this is what's happening, like this this moment right here, wow. right? So I feel like, I feel like success. Like I mean, what, I mean, what is success? I don't fucking know. Like I feel like yeah. it's just uh, what is that? I don't know. I think it's just in, enjoying and and you know we're alive. You know we're yeah. 
Yeah. I think just spread the love, be positive, and just think if you're doing that, and you're opening, you're open enough to receive love as well. Like I feel like you're you are successful in mm-hmm. that kind of way. Mm. You know. Wow. I dig it, man. I dig it. You are. I don't know if that answers. No, the it does, man. There's no right or wrong answer to it. I think it's. I love uh, wrong. I, <laughs> you guys should have a button. You, dude, that'd be funny if, <laughs> if every time answer. someone talked, Charles is like, "No, nope, wrong. Sorry." <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It actually doesn't hurt that bad. Okay, like, that, that is a good idea. Except I would probably burn a lot of bridges. Is like Charles gonna talk to you right like after this because that was a good answer. Yeah, it was a good answer, and then you hit. It's um, an opinionated button, answer, and yeah. I'm not ready for that kind of burn, man. You know, like I'm happy where i am dramatic though man over here controversial Uh, wrong wrong answer charlie (laughs) okay i'm gonna get a button is that what you want to hear lawrence the button you want the button (laughs) oh wow that escalated Um, escalators escalators man um less of more of what would you love to see less of in the world and more of in the world Less, I just less hatred, mm. less um, selfishness, more. More understanding. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, one. more people were understanding, even even towards people that are. not understanding of other people mm. like that makes sense it's totally. like yeah. being understanding but also you know understanding know. that they're not understanding yeah 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 totally so you understand them you anyway. understand you understand them anyway yeah. yeah just being open about that mm. for sure that's, that's good that's good stuff man dude lawrence um you inspire me bro i always say i hashtag my favorite asian actor <laughs> And I mean that. I have a lot of actor friends that are Asian that are good and great, but you're my favorite one, man. Wow. And I don't know, I could be biased because, you know, we we go back and all that. But, dude, (laughs) I've seen you go through Dancer Lawrence to going full on into the acting stuff. And every time I see you post about, you know, the projects that you're on. And, dude, I, I feel like I'm celebrating with you, man. And like for you to be a Kinja, you're you're a part of this brotherhood. And what I love about Kinjas is that everybody is so unique in their talents and what they offer to the table. Yet we are all like we're brothers. You know, we 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 make this family what it is because of all the different unique stuff we bring. Totally. And um, I I love uh, just hearing. Um, and just even seeing you in this moment, we haven't had a talk in a while, but like um, the way that you approach, um, yeah, the craft of acting or just anything that you care about, you you just know who you are. You you know your identity, and um, it's it's very apparent that the most important thing for you to bring to the table always is yourself, and like confidence in your skills confidence in your ability regardless of whether you're asian or whatever the freak you know like i'm just gonna bring me to the table and i know bringing myself is i got something to offer you know and um that's huge man and and like um i think that's great for you know uh our our audience or whatever to understand that it's important to before you go for the stuff 
like I want to I want to be a famous this or I want to be a successful that um, start inside first, you know, start within yourself, build from a place of understanding who you are. And then when you get that, like all that stuff comes much. Uh, I don't want to say it comes faster, but it comes better because it's real to you now. You, yeah. you only go for the things that are real to you. You don't go for the things that you don't care about. You know what I mean? And so um, even like just yeah, hearing your answer about success, um, you talk about wanting to be present. That is a real thing because in this day and age, things move so fast. Yeah, it's hard, man. I, I struggle with that all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just, I just want to be. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's a fast, like, social media Instagram world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you scroll through your feed and you're just like, wow, like, the life is happening like a million miles a second. Yeah. You look at all this stuff and you think that, like, you know, if you're not in the race, you know, if you're not posting, like, I got to get into this race totally. so that... I'm relevant and all that. Um, and and I, I feel like we, we talk a lot about social media here. And it's, sometimes it sounds like we're bashing it. But it's not. It It's it's actually a, a really, really great tool um, if you use it, you know, for what it's for. Um, and what it's for can be subjective, too. And on top of that, too, I've been thinking about social media a little bit more. And, you know, when you watch all the highlights, you start to put yourself in this race. Or you have to like you 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 kind of start thinking like oh I need to start doing this start doing that it's, it starts looking yeah. like a race you know totally and when you when you when you stop playing the race I feel like that's and and not playing the race or not being in the race is being present in the moment and that's kind of how you win so I just wanted to add that little tidbit on top of that because I've been thinking about that a little yeah bit. and sure. I think I think that's exactly what you're touching on where you um, I don't view you as somebody that like hella trying to you know post daily and whatever yeah, like because yeah. that's just not you and if you did do it i'm sure i'd be thoroughly entertained because for whatever <laughs> reason i would know like wow lawrence wants to post every day right yeah. now but you were doing like those freestyle videos for a minute you know yeah. what i mean where you just barefoot in your in your living room like freestyling <laughs> those are the best those are the best those because the best. i'm like seeing like whoa lawrence is he's he's into this right now and that's what's great is the the authenticity of what you're putting out there. I think, I think authenticity is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. If you put out something that you, you fully enjoy and it's something that you are doing, it, it not, it, it can inspire people to do the same, not Mm -hmm. to post, but to believe that, Oh man, I could do that. Mm -hmm. You know? And, um, I think that's important too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, dude, like, I mean, just hearing you talk so much about this being present in the moment, it's a good reminder for myself. It's a good reminder for all of us mm-hmm. to take a, take a, a, a second to slow it down and, and just enjoy moments with your people, you know, and, and uh, embrace who you are in this moment. Like, even if you would like to be in a better place, but right now you're here, you're yeah. alive. Um, that's a win, you know, celebrate the totally. wins of every day that we're like above ground. Right. Mm-hmm. And you that know? in a sense is, I mean, success, you know, mm-hmm. a small success. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. It's really good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what's uh, anything other than, I mean, I know Wu Assassin's coming up. You working on anything else right now? What's, what's exciting um, in your world right now? I'm going to go to, I'm doing some theater in Minneapolis. Tight. Sick. I leave on Monday. So I leave on Monday. I'm there till February 10th. Okay. Wow. Good deal. And you're, you're at Banquet? I will be at banquet. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. I thought Stoked I had to leave that. on Friday. Uh-huh. 
but I don't. I leave on Monday. Hell so yeah. So I was like, yes. That's what I'm Heck talking yeah. about. Dude, congrats Sweet. on that, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Uh, where can people follow your journey, man? Like, plug um, all your social media. Just at I am Lawrence Cow. Okay. Oh, wait. Golden Rule. He, Did he do Golden Rule? Did do a Golden Rule. Did he? Um, I mean, if it wasn't asked, I bet it would just be just to be present. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think we can edit that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this one's gonna need a lot of editing. Uh, yeah, even like this right now. Or, you know, right or now. or it could just be like full on raw, like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If that's unedited. Like, if by Lawrence's request, it's all raw. Then we might just go Yo, all raw, man. Let's do it. Do you it. know what I'm saying? But dude, thanks. Let's work for you guys. You know. Yeah. Just boom, plug it in. It's on. <laughs> Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug and play. <laughs> dude, thanks for chatting it up, man. Thanks, like dude. It's really exciting to see what's going on in your world because we don't get to share this space with you. And then, yeah, I'm glad we can keep you company on your long drives. You know, hopefully yeah, not man, too many more to Vancouver for no reason. Uh, I know, man. Are you driving you know? to Minneapolis? Oh, man, that'd be crazy. <laughs> no, I don't that. think you should. I'm not going to do that. Don't do that. That'd be crazy. Mike Fowl. Take us home, baby. Let's do it. Uh, full notes in the sh- uh, in the description below. Uh, follow us at kinjas.com slash podcast. And look us up on all the socials. That's Kinjas Podcast with a K on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know it. Wow. We, wow we, all the wow, stuff. We. All the stuff is there. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for listening and or watching. Till next time. Oh, people watch too? Oh, That's yeah. That's what these yep, videos yep. are for. <laughs> <laughs> shink, shink. Shink, shink. shink.